impactful. It just means you need to be a little bit uh, forgiving to yourself in the way that you take things on. Because another problem people have is, um, I don't know if burnout is the right word, but it's just overdoing it with too much, with not enough time where everything just sucks, right? Yeah. It's the doing a hundred things at 1% instead of one thing at a hundred percent. Building a successful real estate career requires you to adapt, pivot, and constantly master new skills. We're Katie and Daniel Steinfeld. We've built our own innovative brokerage. And in this podcast, we've assembled actionable tips and strategies that you can implement to take your business to its maximum potential. It's time to level up. Level up. Hey y'all. It's, it's time to level up. We sound so energetic today. It is time to level up. It is time. All right. So today we are talking about a day in the life of a successful realtor. And we're feeling ultra successful today as I sit here in my daughter's bedroom. It's, it looks like somewhat that's, sick. that's the definition of success to some people is being able to record podcasts from your 13 year old daughter's bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who those that's people true. are, but there's somebody out there who wishes they were in your shoes right now. <sighs> that's or, true. At least in that chair. It's a well-decorated room. Well, it's a branded sweatshirt. That's right. That's the sign of a successful realtor right there. When you get to when wear you've got your a branded brand. sweatshirt. Yeah, that's right. Some, somebody was just talking about that somewhere, but I don't remember. Who, oh, I think that was a Ryan Serhant thing. Talking about how he has like a line of clothes with his name on them. Mm. And he's like, he doesn't understand why every realtor doesn't just wear their name on their clothes because why bother with other brands? Um, yeah. That, that right there was the sound of a successful realtor got a successful call right here. I have no idea who it is. And you know what? Yeah, voicemail. You're letting it go to voicemail? Is that, is that tip number one? Tip number one. Don't answer your phone. Don't answer your phone and let everything go to voicemail. You pick and choose what's important. Yeah. I, I mean. Thought, I thought you gave up on me there. That was more of a that was more of a joke <laughs> of a question. It wasn't really me being serious. So for those okay. of you listening, that is not a tip for a successful realtor. Do not not pick up your phone ever. Yeah. Although we're both guilty of that on many an occasion. That I'll I'll wait to see what the voicemail says if I don't know who it is that's calling. But that's more from a time management perspective rather than an I don't want to talk to people perspective. Yes. That's true. And a lot of times it's just a fake call or a, somebody selling me something that I don't want. So in today's usually I do age, let it to go voicemail. Yeah. That, that was weird Rarely. English. Did you just say you let it to go? Vo you let it to go. We're going to have to play the tape back on that, but I know what you're saying. <laughs> I don't think I said that, but okay. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. We recorded it. Maybe I'm wrong and I'm just poking fun at something well, well, that well, didn't well, merit it. Well, now everybody can listen back at it and say who's right and who's wrong. Yeah, well. But anyway, so, so let's, we are let's talking... talk about this. Let's talk about successful realtors. Let's do that. 
is this just where we both go quiet? <laughs> there, no, there is. I, am I on a delay or no? You you must be on a delay. I'm finding a lot of pause times every time it's time. Uh, that's okay. Online. That's okay. Okay. Anyway. All right. So first of all, what is a successful realtor? I think that's something that's important to define before we jump into the day in the life of this so-called successful realtor. I, I think that's a good way to start because I was thinking the same thing. And while... I'm sure the vast majority of people tuning into this are tuning in solely for the what's going to make me lots of money talk. Um, Mm -hmm. And to many of us, you know, the definition of a successful realtor or a successful any profession, at least in part, has to do with bringing home the bacon, stacking that cheddar. (laughs) What's another food metaphor I can use for money? Or that's it, just bacon and cheddar. That's all I got. Stopping the gravy train have. at your house. <laughs> but, but with some cheddar. With some cheddar, just like a big poutine mix of <laughs> money. Anyway, but um, success, though, as we've hopefully established over time, you know, in our own business and with our team and through, you know, the other hundred some odd episodes of this that we've done, it's not just about the dollar dollar bills, y'all. It's about. Mm-hmm really on an individual basis, what it is that's going to make you happy when you go to sleep at night, what, you know, you can look back on and say, that's what I wanted to accomplish. And that's not always money. Hopefully for everybody, at least some element of it is not just money, but we will speak in the concept, I guess, or in the the context of overall you being pretty happy with the way that you plan out and and work your day and, and the output that comes out, which hopefully results in I think in every case, if you're going to be productive and you're going to do the things that make you happy, you're going to bring the money in. Like that is a byproduct yeah. of this. Yeah, I agree. And in, in whatever amount you're you're happy with or the type that you're like, whatever you're going for. So whether you're starting out or you've been in this business for a while, obviously, as you said, we've got different definitions of success, but ultimately we all want to build businesses that we're proud of. And so we've got to do some things in the day that allow us to be, get that success. So, I mean, we can start by kind of throwing out some ideas, but I would say first and foremost, it's the people that are most successful, I find are the ones that don't get so wrapped up in what others are doing and the successes that are being portrayed through what they see on social media. And if they do see the results of other people and the successes of other people, they're more likely to ask those people how they got to where they are versus feeling threatened and feeling like their competition and, and kind of shying away and, and secretly hating them because they're successful as well. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's good that you started with that because as you know, I'm not a lover of all things, tactics and tangible items. And you started with more of a, a mindset thing. And I think to set the stage for what a day, if we're going to put this into the context of a day in the life and we're actually going to go there, it's important to get your head right first and to know how it is you're going to want to address the day and look at the things that you're doing. That's one of those key points. I think that ties into also being aware of the people with whom you surround yourself, um, that they Mm -hmm. are positive minded people, um, not necessarily like-minded. I think that's a bit, at least to me, that's a, 
if everybody is supportive and collaborative and you can learn from them and they can learn from you and you're able to have good conversation that is focused on outcomes, that's good. And deferring opinions sometimes is helpful. So I don't think you need to surround yourself with a thousand other of yourself. In fact, I think that's a detriment, but um, you know, surrounding yourself with people who are doing the things you'd like to accomplish and are willing to share and that you can learn from um, people who are on the same journey as yourself. Um, and I guess beyond that and, and within that, which is two almost opposites, but digging <laughs> from that, um, I think it's important that regardless of who they are and where they're at in their career, you're going to have more successful days and feel better if you are surrounding yourself with people, period, and you're not going through your days by yourself in isolation with yeah. whatever great plan you might have, um, might not be the case for everybody. There are those of you out there who just are loving life, doing things autonomously. But I do believe a key ingredient, not just in your mindset towards other people, but the fact that you have them around you is really important as well as you mm-hmm. build your success. 100%. Yeah. I agree. And so another part that I think is really important is setting your days up, like going into your day, knowing what you want to accomplish. And I really think that I, I have found the most, the, the days where I can be most successful at that is figuring things out the night before, um, reviewing my schedule for the day coming up just to know what to expect um, you know, wanting to work out in the morning, I put my workout clothes in the basement so that when I wake up, I literally am rolling out of bed and going down there and not having to think or stumble for clothes in the pitch black. So I don't want to wake anybody up. So, you know, those kinds of things that, you know, what you have to do, have your phone charged, your computer charged. Like, I know these sound like minor things, but having that all ready to go um, really helps to set your next day off on the right foot. And you're not feeling like you're set back because your phone isn't charged and you're trying to get it charged before you leave the house or whatever it might be. It's, it's I'm smiling because um, everything you just said segues into how my morning went this morning, which is I planned it out because I was planning mm-hmm. to, <clears throat> I was planning to go out this morning, which is part of a greater plan, which we can talk about as well. Um, but my plan was to go out and just do a couple kilometers, not fast ones, nice, slow, controlled walkie kilometers outside before anybody woke up and everything was laid out there. But then I got downstairs and I realized I had left my phone next to the bed upstairs Mm. in the pitch black. And you said, get off on the right foot. And when I went back upstairs, I tripped over our couch with my right foot trying to get to the, to the phone and, Ouch. uh, ouch. Yeah. But uh, had I not put that, I, I can tell you when I don't put stuff out the night before, cause I'm nowhere near as religious as you are with the working out. Mm. It is an excuse for me not to do yeah. it. Yeah. Well, and that's it too. Exactly. Like I'll, I'll wake have... up. I, I might set the alarm. The setting yeah. your alarm is not starting your day because <laughs> the snooze button is just as e- it's easier or the turning it off or whatever is easier than actually getting up and doing something. Right. But Mm -hmm. when everything is there, like you said, and I've made it easier and almost created a reason to feel bad if I don't like 
just close the loop on all the preparing I've done for something, yeah, it's way more likely I'm going to get it done. And arguably, it is almost 100% likely I will not get it done if I don't prepare, especially for morning stuff. Like I'm not a morning yeah. person at all. Right. Yeah. It is torture. But when everything's out there, it, that's what drives me to do it is having everything ready, whether it's working yeah. out, whether it's whatever it is, but like knowing that mm-hmm. all the, the boxes are checked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, that, uh, okay, well, sorry, I was going to go into something else. Go, but we're going go back on and to forth. something else. No, no, go on to something else. I'm, I'm <laughs> well, I think it ties, well, I, I think it also ties into just like distractions and the successful agents I know are aware of the distractions that can come up in their days and plan around them and purposely get away from those things when they're really in work mode. So if you're working on your business for a couple of hours, it's a matter of actually turning your phone off, putting your phone in another room and just getting down to what you have, what have you, what you've set out to do in those like two hours of like just pure work mode and the pure work mode I think doesn't revolve around responding to people and and being there for people it's about like actually working on your business and having the systems in place and you can really only do that if you get some uninterrupted time in your day uh, to be able to do that versus trying to do it between calls and between emails and all that kind of stuff it's really about that really focused work um, that you put in um, to growing your business is really important. Well, that, that's a good segue into how to actually structure all this, right? So we've got kind of an understanding of, of where your head should be at, the type of surroundings you should and shouldn't have, but what are you actually mm-hmm. doing, right? Yeah. And this is to me where if you don't have the same way you're planning your your clothes or whatever it is at the beginning of the day if you don't have a clear view of what a day looks like before you get into that day you're you're screwed before you start you're going to be spinning your wheels and wondering what's next and forgetting things and ultimately if we define success as looking back on your day and saying that was a good day and I got done what I wanted to get done that will not happen if you're not deliberate in the way you plan it out. And so like everything else we do, I think this begins and to some degree ends with putting down where you want to be and breaking that down backwards to the things you need to do to get there. And then finding the time and plotting that into what your days look like. So at a high level, it's identifying all the the singular items that are on the road to your goals and fitting that in among all the stuff that's already there and all the stuff that is kind of the set in stone scheduled items that I'll say need to get done. We might get into the fact that certain things don't need to get done, but the things that you know you're already doing, there's enough downtime that might now be taken up by a lot of this distraction because you don't have a plan that now is where you can plot in these tasks and things that are going to get you where you want to go. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. 
yeah, I mean, it's, I think it's a great way to think about it is if you set your morning up, right. With knowing exactly what you're going to wear, what you're going to eat, like what workout you're going to do, whatever it is, like it's do that to your work day. And if you sit down and start working and you know exactly the path that you want to take, it makes, it just makes it so much easier. You just go from one thing to another. Mm -hmm. Um, and so building on that, sorry, no, no, keep going. We're on a delay. So I was, I was thought you stopped. No, sorry. Um, building on that though, I think also one trap a lot of agents fall into is very easy to focus in on work. That's not necessarily money-making work, like not having conversations with people focusing more so on what is my Facebook ad or my Google ad look like, or the branding or, you know, putting the perfect caption in for your Instagram post, you know, it's, it, it is important to be out there and, and be advertising obviously, but at the end of the day, if you're not having conversations with people, following up, checking in on people, you're not going to make any money and you've got to be consistent at that. If you say you're to yourself, I, well, I reached out to a few people yesterday, so I'm good for the next week. That's not going to get you to where you want to be. You really have to be focused on continuing to have conversations, build relationships. That is what this business is all about. And, um, you know, it's, it, we're not saying call people for three hours a day, but you need to make a goal for yourself of some sort of money-making activity every single day and really stick to that. Like that should be the number one priority in your day. Maybe you don't get like your, your ad finalized on Facebook, but if you've had five or 10 conversations with people, I guarantee you that's going to move your business a lot faster than any ad or marketing uh, plan that you want to put in place. Absolutely. I think what everybody needs, regardless of how successful or efficient you think you are, is a bit of a timeline detox for yourself. Mm. So to everyone who's listening, take a look at what the last week looked like for yourself or go yeah. to the last day or whatever it is and really ideally put onto paper, create a visual of, you know, what amount of time was focused on money-making activities, things that were actually furthering your ability to bring in business. What percentage of the day is focused on minor, repetitive, administrative, whatever it is type things. What percentage was distraction? What percentage was personal? Um, you know, and what percentage was just now that you look at it and you've looked back on your day and are not pleased, what percentage of your day was that stuff that was a waste of time or were things that you do that just don't serve you or your business well, right? And when you see that before you plan out your next day or your next week or whatever it is, create what that ideal mix should look like for yourself. Right. So like we talk about the specific tasks and the specific things you want to get done, which are going to plot their way into this. But what does like if you pictured like what if not a bar graph, like one of those kind of like like a rectangle where it's split into parts or whatever, like what part yeah. of the whole is going to be money making activities or, or network outreach, whatever, however you want to bucket it, but yeah. create that that you can say, this is what's going to make me happy. And at the same time, like Katie said, make sure 
just because making you happy could be 100% vacation. That's not what that means. It's like, make sure that there's a piece of that allocated to the stuff that's moving you forward. And then you've got almost like a, a clearer canvas to work with as you start to put all the different pieces into there. And you can bucket it in such a way that you might have to adjust that mix if you realize there's more you want to do than you've given, your, given yourself time for. But if it's to the detriment of things that are also important that are going to make you happy and successful, it just means you need to be a little bit uh, forgiving to yourself in the way that you take things on. Because another problem people have is, um, I don't know if burnout is the right word, but it's just overdoing it with too much, with not enough time where everything just sucks, right? Yeah. It's the doing a hundred things at 1% instead of one thing at a hundred percent. Yeah. So that's, that's the little middle of the episode homework for everybody is audit your own time and what you're doing now, because it will poke mm -hmm. holes in what's, what is inefficient. And we're all inefficient to some yeah. degree. Yeah. And, and create that baseline so that you can build into that, the stuff you want to do in a way that makes sense with the actual number of hours you, you have in the day. Ooh, I almost yeah. swallowed my tongue there. <laughs> I think my tongue was trying to tell me to shut up. It was like covering my throat while I was talking. It like curled back in. It's like, stop talking, dude. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I think the people that maybe be, are struggling a little bit will recognize that most of their time is not spent on that, those money-making activities that reach out to people um, and ask yourself why, like, why is it that you're not wanting to do that? And again, it goes back to that whole valley of despair for a lot of us. And we've talked about this in past episodes when you're initiating new ideas or you're, you know, you're kind of doing the easy tasks. It's easy because you see the finish line and you know, you can get through it. Whereas when you're talking to clients and trying to get business, you're likely not going to talk to three people in a day and get business every single day. It's going to take you. And I keep saying this, and I, this is so true for us and what we've seen in our own businesses is it's going to take you 60 to 90 days to start seeing some consistent results from the work that you're putting in. So it's really about recognizing that, like, I have to do this for at least a couple of months before I start seeing results. And if you remind yourself of that, it becomes a lot easier just to do it and put it out there. And another thing, it's really about focusing on what's in your control. What's in your control is you can contact five or 10 people a day and have conversations. What's in, what's not in your control is whether or not those people for the most part are going to want to do business with you or whether they're looking to buy or sell at this stage, or if they know of anybody, um, you know, part of, obviously there's scripts and things like that, that you can kind of work through to, to get people um, wanting to work with you. But at the end of the day, if people don't want to buy or sell a house, you're kind of, you know, you can't force somebody to do that. So the thing you can control though, is having the conversations and strengthening the relationships. And if, if that's, you can check that off at the end of the day, saying that's what you were able to do for a, a large majority of your time in the day, then I think that's a successful day for you or for any agent that's looking to up their business. Totally. At the simplest, if you can look back on each day and say, I created one new relationship and I strengthened yeah. one existing relationship, to me, that's a successful day, right? And we're not, we don't subscribe to the whole, 
here's the quota everyone needs to do. Like if you don't make this many calls or knock on this many doors, it was an unsuccessful day or you're not going to get where you want to go because that might not fall into the, the, you know, the strategy you've got and the goals that you've got. So it's not about that, but relationships are a part of every strategy. If the, if they're not a part of what your goal is, then you you need to rethink things, right? Regardless of what type of relationship it is, you need to be building those, creating those and building those, ultimately, you know, closing those and turning them into more. And so that needs to be at a very basic level what you look back on. But to build on what you were saying, you need to have the ability to be critical of yourself. Now, before anything else, if you can't be honest with the inefficiencies of what you're doing right now and the holes in the way that your day is planned and the things that can be better, you're not going to be able to improve. It's very hard to create a strategy to improve on something if you think nothing's wrong or you think it's the fault of somebody else or something else. Yeah, that's a big It one. is your own fault. It's all our own fault. We make our decisions the same way you're going to decide to revamp things, whatever you want to call it, you know, renovate your, your schedule basically. And that starts with a real honest look at the time you spend right now and the ability to say, I waste my time here, right? Mm -hmm. Or I distract myself here, or this is not getting me anywhere. And I keep doing it because it's easy, right? If you mm -hmm. say those things, you can start to pick at what you've got it's very unlikely and it probably shouldn't be, I don't know your opinion on this, if it should be a full 180, like from inefficient to here's the plan, I'm going to do it. Like it might be a case where you chip away things bit by bit to make it easier, right? Like if you're spending your whole day on social media now, you might not be able to go cold turkey on day one, but you should definitely you know, take an eight hour day and give yourself 20 minutes a day that you're on social media so that you're not like huddled in a corner shivering without your phone. But you've got to identify the problem and address it as you're building out what this day is going to look like for yourself. That's okay, I, 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 I've got the habit of, of talking on a rope. So I didn't know if you, if you wanted to cut yeah. in there with something. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Like, I think, you know, self-awareness is key for sure. And, and the whole blaming thing, um, blaming other people, blaming out outward forces on the position that you're in, um, is a very easy thing to do, but something that you should try to not do because it, the moment you take accountability for your life and the results that you want to happen for yourself, um, the, the, the more likely you're going to find solutions to the challenges you're facing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So putting some actual meat on the bone here with what people, because everyone's saying, okay, this is great. You know, my mind's good. I've got the right environment. I'm ready to go. What am I actually doing? Right? Like, what is it? And we've said a couple of things, you know, in terms of building relationships and all there, but I think, the real answer to this comes back to a lot of the things we've been talking about very recently with our team as well, which is identifying what the goals are, short-term, mm -hmm. long-term, medium-term, and again, working back to develop a very specific set of what are the tactics, what are the tasks, what are the things that need to get done to achieve this end game? Because like yeah. you were saying, everyone's focused on 
winning and the solution to the problem without doing all the steps involved to get there. And when they don't get there on day one, two, and three, they give up. Mm -hmm. The goal of creating a successful timeline is having the ability to do the things you need to do each day to get you to that goal and to identify as you're doing them that these are moving you forward mm -hmm. so that you might not get a, a listing every day. You're not going to get a listing every day if, you know, if your goal is listings or whatever, but you will be able to tell yourself that I did the things today that I need to do to get me there that are not oh, just going to get me a listing or three listings or whatever, but they're building a sustainable system for myself that is serving me well down the road Mm -hmm. when I move on to different goals and all that, where I know that I'm just building this machine that's getting ingrained in the way I work my days and, and work my strategy. So mm -hmm. if that's one of your goals, and I think for all of us, like we said, money and sales and listings and all that is at least part of where we're headed. We're talking to realtors right now. It's not all about, I want quality of life. And that's all that'll make me happy is, you know, going to the spa every day everything's still built on, I want to make money in this job. And that comes from success in your business. And that comes from what? Like, that's where we all need to then take a look at what we enjoy, what it is that we find is the strategy we'd like to follow. And you're welcome to listen to any of our hundred other episodes where we talk about all kinds of other strategies. Like we don't need to get specific now, but the point is identifying those items that you can bucket in and you've already got a layout, I hope, of what your days are going to look like. You know, 30% of your days is whatever. It's, it's outward relationship building. It's, it's marketing activities. It's whatever it is you've set out for yourself. Make sure you're filling those and make sure you give yourself some time that's not like set in stone because obviously stuff comes up life happens, opportunities arise, challenges arise that are not part of your plan. And you need to be uh, comfortable enough to deal with those contingencies that happen without being like, shit, I've planned 12 hours today. I don't have time for my kids sick or I don't have time yeah. for whatever. So yeah. that's the step I think that everybody needs to take once they establish what it is they want and what it is success looks like to them in mm -hmm. every term, in the near term and the long term. Yeah. Yeah. And, and also having that focus on the one thing that you're using to drive your business. Um, because most successful real estate agents I know have a one focus, whether it's a geographic area, whether it's putting videos out on YouTube consistently, it's that consistency. You have to choose something that you're willing to be consistent at every single day. And if you don't enjoy it, you're not going to stay consistent at it. So figure out what that is and start working on it. And uh, like, there's, there's just so many examples out there of people that do that and see the results and are well-known. And it's just to me, it's, 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 it's easier said than done, but if you can recognize that and just stick to it, um, it's going to be a lot easier for you to really start seeing results quicker rather than, mm -hmm. as you said, focusing on a 1% on a million things, um, going from TikTok to Instagram, to YouTube, to, um, email campaigns and flyers and postcards and all over the board, like, Anything that you do should be there to support the bigger focus that you have. 
So if you're focused on a particular neighborhood, why are you going to buy online leads for a condo, like a, an, in, like a downtown condo, uh, like area or geographic area like what like you, you can't you can't be all over the place you can't be mm -hmm. all things to all people yeah and and that extends that I think some people think like okay I can just be focused on I don't know Instagram let's say so I'm focused now but if your focus within that focus is still not making any sense true it's, yeah it's really easy to bounce around like if we use Instagram like you could one day yeah. be putting up glamour shots of you in Yorkville and then the next day it's a how-to video in a rural community you know right yeah that's all Instagram but yeah no one knows well, what the hell it. you're doing right so yeah like so social media is like the vehicle to get your message out whatever message you decide like whatever platform you decide to use to get that message out and it doesn't have to be social media but it it's you've got to be strategic about it because if you're on Facebook trying to appeal to millennials in the condo market, like they're not on there, like that's not where you're going to see results. So you really have to be deliberate and conscious of exactly how you're getting your message out there to make sure you're hitting the right people. I, I'm on Facebook though. So if you want to reach me, you can still go on Facebook. Yeah, you're, you we're, we're barely millennials. We're like the first like we're millennia-ish yeah and that depends on the definition or 1981 I think we're definitely millennials I just we're on the cusp we're definitely I thought that we were some said yes and some said no no we, we are like they've, I am but they've um they've they. named other they I don't know who they are or who who are these people that name these generations honestly. like and and honestly. identify who they are I don't know and we just follow their their wisdom but um there's been like smaller subsets of generations that we've been grouped into rather than mm -hmm. millennials but i think from a bigger generation standpoint um we are that 1981 and 1996 mm -hmm. so we are so we're like the, right there yeah I don't know. Oxford Dictionary describes a millennial as a person born between the early 1980s and the late 1990s. It's a okay. little so that we could be in there. No, we are. 81 is in there. 1981. That was the start of the millennial generation. I see, I see another one all. here that says millennials were born from approximately 1977 to 1995. What? No, it's a everything's bullshit it's a who cares it's it's fine I'm still on Facebook is the is the moral of the story I'm still on Facebook <laughs> and I don't care what it says I'm supposed to be or who is saying that because you don't define me by the year I was born okay yeah um, I do well you do and they do right, whoever right, they are boomer boomer not a boomer <laughs> boomer uh, boomer you know boomer wells used to be a pitcher on the on the jays but that's a whole other story boomer esiason used to be a quarterback on the Bengals. anyway um another sidebar to all this if we bring it back to what we're talking about because pretty soon i'm going to be too old to remember what we were saying five minutes ago um I think we also need to be able to realize on a day-to-day -day basis a couple of things. First of all, know when you're out of gas um, yeah. because 
I don't know about you, but sometimes like I've got today's an example. Like we had a, and we have a schedule, we're sticking to it, but like, thankfully a couple of things canceled on us today or certain things that got in the way would have made it difficult to actually go forward with our schedule. Right. And now yeah. we're later into the day and things are getting done, but you know, you're in our daughter's bedroom. There's kids that are sick at home. You know, again, it's not exactly how we plan the day. You're not feeling a hundred percent today. Nope. So you need to be able to say, okay, I wanted to, and I was going to do these things today, but I'm out of gas. And if you're out yeah. of gas, in a lot of cases, you're better off saying, okay, how am I going to schedule this in tomorrow? Or how can I make sure this is still going to get done when my head's in yeah. the game? Well, that's right? it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's but, contingency planning. Right. But on the other hand, and maybe less so some, I don't know about you, but sometimes I'm like, okay. Or like when it's the end of the night and we're going to just do one thing, right? Like one mm -hmm. of us goes to bed and we're like, yeah, I'm just gonna get this one thing done. I'll be right up. But then mm -hmm. you get on a roll mm -hmm. and you've got adrenaline and things are getting done and your mind's racing. And you're like, like, I can keep plowing through this and I'm going to get things done. That's okay too. Yeah. I think you need to, it's a different kind of self-awareness of like how much gas is in the tank and are you in a position to really push your own strategy forward, right? Because there's nothing wrong with front loading efficiency if it means you're going to free up time later. It's just yeah. make sure that what you've set out to do, you've got a plan to get it done because that is the theme of looking back and being successful because all the things mm -hmm. you set out to do are built with that goal of success in mind. So they're all, they're all pointing you in the direction of where you want to be. If you do them, you're mm -hmm. traveling that road. You're going to feel good about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the final thing I wanted to mention is just with regards to boundaries, I think boundaries are really, really important. And the agents that aren't following what their clients are saying, but taking the lead and letting them know when properties don't match what they're actually looking for. So I'm not going to show it to you or this place is priced 300,000 under ask under value. And it's not within your budget, like making those somewhat difficult decisions for some people, it's, it's a difficult thing to say to, to their clients, but um, and, and also when it comes to scheduling, I think scheduling is a big challenge for a lot of agents. They want to be available at any point to their clients, which is understandable, but you've also got a life and you've got to put in place some boundaries as to when you are available. And if you're not available one day, your client's likely going to be available later that week. So it's not like it's the end of the world. So make sure you're putting in place boundaries when it comes to your time and your family. Um, and also one thing I was talking to one of our agents about lat, uh, this past week is just try to book one day off every week. It might not be a weekend, depending on what your business is like or what part or, of your career you're in. Because if you're in that build, business building part, it's a little bit of a challenge to um, you know, take a weekend off, but I honestly look forward to those days that I have off because I know I don't have to be anywhere. And it's just, it's enjoyable. Like you deserve that. Um, and you're gonna, I think you're, when you feel overworked and you get burnt out, it's just really, really hard to feel motivated to get back into things. So the time off is just as important as the real time that you're putting into building your business. 
that day tomorrow. Uh, Most of tomorrow. Yeah. But but it, it's also, it's, it's interesting because taking a day off will impact your forward momentum far less than taking a week off, right? Or like people who said yeah. I'm going, and I mean that in like, obviously take a vacation, those sorts of things. But, you know, for people who say, you know what, I'm not going to work this summer. Mm-hmm. The ability to start your momentum up is basically from zero versus if you take a day off, that's not even a blip in your schedule. That's just part of your strategy and it's fine, right? Even, even a week, I think, yeah, you could, if, if a week is planned in, it's fine. Um, but all this comes back to the fact that we're entrepreneurs. Like we are our own business here. We're in the unique position that's a benefit and a burden of making the rules for ourselves. So mm-hmm. if yeah. you don't step up and do this for yourself, you know, barring the fact that you might be working with coaches or mentors or people pushing you along, it still comes down on you to have the discipline to build this for yourself and then to actually do it. Right. So that is a big freedom we all have and a privilege we've got as people who own our own businesses, but it's a responsibility that if you don't do it properly, you'll drown. Mm -hmm. And so you've got to really look at this as a necessity of you being an entrepreneur and doing this effectively. Yeah. hundred P yo. 100 P, yo. All right. I am good to go. I am not feeling great. So I'm going to go putting that boundary in place. It's <laughs> mm, good. All right. So, and I missed a bunch listening. of things I had to do this morning. So now I got to do them so that I feel productive and have a successful day. But my day is always successful when I talk to you. Thanks. I'm Thanks talking to the audience, me. to the audience. That's what I'm talking to. Oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> you too. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone. Make sure to subscribe for new episodes. And if you don't mind reviewing us on Apple Podcasts, we'd appreciate it. I just looked at our podcast reviews. We've had 10. We got one one star, which is kind of sad. So if you love us. us One star. No, I don't know. There was no comment. It was just somebody that got angry and tapped one star. So that's okay. That's okay. But um, yeah, if you can help us out and up our average, um, that would we would appreciate (laughs) review us so that our average increases from 4.7 to 4.8 please i'd appreciate it all right go have go have successful and efficient days everybody the rest of your life begins right now so do it for everybody that's true for anybody who just heard that it's true all right all right goodbye later Level up, 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 level up,